Eh. You know how I get. So it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Is it? June yeah. 3rd. June 3rd. Yeah. Here, here goes Thump. Napkin math. Napkin oh, it is math. Thursday. <laughs> so, I was, uh, yeah, and uh, if, strangely, whoa, did I write Thursday? I think that's <laughs> Thursday. That not on purpose. Are you German? It's not on purpose. Um, strangely enough, as we mentioned in the Monday show, we are recording our first Thursday night session as opposed to the weekend session. Um, the weekend sessions, it was getting a little warm in here. Um, yes. It's getting nicer out. Uh, the weather hasn't really been great. It hasn't broke. It wasn't good today. It was not good. It was um, muggy. Yeah, but regardless, gross. I mean, we want we want to get shit done on the weekends. We got we both own yeah. houses. Stumps got to. Be nice to have a full Saturday to to <laughs> do shit. Dedicate to right. something. So uh, chipmunks. Yeah, killing chipmunks. Should we fishing, do that this golfing. weekend? Yes. Are, are they like all over your yard? They pop up everywhere, front, really? back, everywhere. Maybe we should just post up in Coach's backyard. Dude, let me get and, on dude, your you roof. So, you still got the ghillie suit? No, but oh, let me get on your roof and I will fucking suit. rain death upon them. Dude, I'll, I'll... On his, from his roof? You're going to get on his roof? Give me, give me the vantage point and I will <laughs> just fucking... Wa- just watch the solar panels, man. Save course, me money. Dude, I'm the best shit. Dude, I'm a <laughs> I'm, hell of a shot. I don't question this. Job. He's a pretty I'm good shot. I'm not questioning this. So, I was around when you were going through the training they're gonna. The chipmunks are going to look up to me and ask for mercy and I'm going <laughs> to look down and whisper no. Double tap to the back no. of the head. Anyone know where that quote's from? No. Uh, the fucking uh, Watchmen. Nice. Oh really? Rorschach. Yeah. I didn't watch the Rorschach. movie? No, I did watch Rorschach. Just check out the show. So. the show. I was, actually the think the that show might be was really good. I heard the show quote. was good. I heard the show was good. So uh, for for me, when it comes to social media, and when you're, you love it, you're addicted to it. Uh, yeah, but the, the the thing that happens on social media is when, especially when you're close with someone on social media, and like you're looking at the stuff they post and you're commenting back and forth. Right. You get used to that visual of their profile picture. Yes. Right. Like. Stump changed his. How long was it that you changed to that picture of you with the vape? Like a year ago, maybe. Was it a year the, ago? This, the Might one have been about a year shirt. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and it was Solid weird. One. It was weird because it took me. I mean, I'm gonna say it took me like a month to get used to seeing that picture. Whenever, because the person almost becomes the picture. You relate it. You was, right? it's a, it's, right. so, it's an association, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's like you think of the person, and for some reason, well, that's how it is. Icons in this are very important. Icons yes. are important, and you associate the person. So last week or so, all of a sudden I go on Instagram and again, you know, you and I are back and forth on Instagram with my personal account, but with the spinning unrest account also. And I noticed that Rev has changed his Insta. So here's my question to both of you, because as we said, stump reason, like, how do you get to the point where you say to yourself and what's the reasoning? Maybe there isn't any, but I'm just curious because I haven't changed mine in so long. Where when you sit- I take a new good one. Is it just when you that's see exactly a picture? I, I yeah. took a good selfie on yeah. my back porch. I'm like, that's you know what? I, I, I like, and I don't often say this about myself, I like that picture of me. As soon as I take one, I see where I look good in it, and I'm like, oh, I recognize the potential. That's a good icon photo. Let's do it. So what prompted you to take a selfie in the first place, weird old white guy? Um, I think Strange. It's never going to... I was working on the back porch, <laughs> Okay. and I snapped a selfie with my computer and sent it to my wife. It's never going to work if you're intentionally trying to take an icon photo. It has to be spur of the moment. I did the same thing working at Tools Plus the other day. I was dueling in a shipping container. Yes. <clears throat> took a you- selfie. Franklin screenshotted it because I look so good. This sounds really? like a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so you don't... I love myself. So it's not about... I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but it's not about you just get to the point where you just want to change no. it. It's just you no, see something like different. No, because like Stump said, if you're doing it for the intention of doing it's gonna that... Be tough. It's, it's gonna not going to come out the way you want, right? Because you're forcing it. It's and not it's going to take you 17 times, and you're just still going to be pissed off. Yeah, 
Uh, and uh, obviously, I think for sure, it must be different for chicks, right? Because chicks are all about the profile pic. Yeah. I think it's different for chicks. More because important. Because at least, like, the my previous Instagram profile pic yeah. had probably been there for two and a half years. It's been a while, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I got yeah. so used to However, that. However, and this I wasn't should, even sure it was you. This should, this should give you some sort of peace of mind. I won't change my Google chat profile pic ever. Ever? No, it's been the, it's literally the only Google profile pic I've ever had. I think that's, mine too. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you gotta stick with I that. I think mine too. Don't change it. Um, one, one, don't one, ever change. One it's thing, a picture of me and my brother standing at a fire. Yeah, at a fire. yeah, at a Patriots game, yeah. right? Um, one thing we didn't discuss last week, and probably not many of our listeners are like with it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Steve actually doesn't listen to it, even though I thought she was a fan. But the whole drama around call her daddy, right? Mm, yes, yeah. it's crazy, right? It was a fucking kooky thing. I haven't been on Insta a whole lot the last couple of days, so I don't know what's going on. I've kind of fallen off too a little bit. Yeah, it it blew up for like two or three days straight, but I guess what happened was there was the two chicks that do the show. Right. And you know, obviously when you're that big in the spotlight, shit's gonna happen. You know, it's just like if you're on in a band. Egos get big. Exactly. The egos get big. One chick was doing more work than the other. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? No, keep going. Are you caught up now? I literally fucking completely forgot what we were talking about. Okay, for a second there. great. So like, well, you, were, you were saying words, so, and like I was just like, "What the fuck are we even talking?" The I know re- how he feels. The <laughs> reason I bought it up is because the blonde chick ended up coming back Alex. solo. I, Alex, Alex. Yes, thank you. It's Alex. And uh, don't quote me on that. She no, came back. Right. No, it is. Yeah, and she came back solo. And the other day, for some reason, and I was talking to you about it, I decided I'm like I've never listened to the podcast no. before. I decided I'm gonna just listen. How'd that go for you? Mostly because the chick was doing it solo, and like we talked about when Stump did his riff show and about oh, S Dubs yeah. talking solo on a mic, different thing than having your buddy there. Somebody to bounce, to bounce ideas off. Of. Yeah. Here's the two things I learned. One, that fucking chick is annoying. <laughs> okay. I mean, she is fucking. It, it, it was. I'm gonna guess that you're not the target demo for I, her. No, sure. totally not. But she was like dropping f bombs and saying. You know, bitch, whatever, and just talking like a very, like predictable chick. Well, that was my last take when I left. Was it was sounds like us? It sounded like a female version of us. Like she's very raunchy and she's talking about things. Okay, did you listen to the new episode or did you listen? Are we? Maybe maybe you need to rewind and listen to an older episode just to kind of get a better sense of what it is. Maybe if it was her first solo episode, yeah, and it was a hateful episode against the person that she typically did a show with. It could have. It could have. It struck me as skewed what you were expecting. It struck me as more she was being like feeling sorry for herself that she had to put mm-hmm, up with all okay. the. The woe was me twenty something. Very victimatic kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting paid five hundred thousand dollars. And the last thing I took away from it that I told I you. I wish was, I was caller daddy. As, as soon as I stopped it, I, I went. On, too. I went on the thing Thank and you. said to you that for a podcast that that that's that popular, yeah. the quality and not very good. The, like the audio quality. The, She's also probably recording it from home, not in the office. Oh, it did not sound good. I was not pleased. But anyway, uh, I'm still in the intro. Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Don't go listen to Call Her Daddy. My name's Dabeev. It's June third, Thursday or Thursday, as our clock said, and uh, we're gonna wrap this one up pretty quick. I think. What do you think? I'm stumped. I can't believe we're still in the fucking intro. <laughs> yeah, We've been it, talking for like an hour. It was three and a half minutes. This, this is, is the hour. Get through this quick. We're going to talk about the evolution of Inside of Wayne Manor. We're not going to touch on the 1975, even though we're playing them again. Yeah. And for some odd reason, we're going to unpack my strange love of Fred Durst. That's going to be weird. It's weird. New music, ex-ambassadors, Pucifer, Petcha, Coach. Coach. Goody Grace. Coach. 
weird that you love Fred Durst. It is. Not anymore. Okay. Not- mm-hmm. I don't love him anymore. It's just one of those days. And we're going to have all of our, it's when you don't want to, don't get me started, <laughs> standard stuff. Uh, new music from our boys, the Front Bottoms. Love these guys. Love this song. One of our favorite bands here in the Hive. This one's called Everyone Blues in Their Own Time. Some far ahead, some far behind. So wherever you are, Everyone blues in their own time. Sometimes we talk about what it might take. Skills to wrap the gift and my hands cut the cake. Sometimes we talk about what it might take. Skills to pay the bills and my mouth get a taste. It's a total mistake Just a picture of us looks so good It feels fake Just a picture of us looks so good It feels fake Everyone moves In their own time Some far ahead Some far behind So wherever you are Don't worry You're gonna be fine, fine, fine Cause everyone moves in their own time And I know that no news, no news is good news But that always felt backwards and I still haven't heard from you Attitude and outlook, realize that it matters Both of us could give up, give up and float backwards Yeah, I know that no news, no news is good news But that always felt backwards and I still haven't heard from you My attitude, my outlook, I realize now it matters My attitude, my outlook, I realize now it matters Yeah, I know that no news, no news is good news and I still haven't heard from you Everyone moves In their own time Some far ahead Some far behind So wherever you 
Radio Free Radio. We're the guys your mom warned you about, especially Stump. The fucking guy is weird. Give me groceries and booze. Give me FaceTime with my friends. Give me intravenous news. Little drips of CNN. Give me meditation apps. Text me pictures of your dog. Just give me life. Give me peace. Give me noise. Someone give me, give me insane. Dig my grave just as deep. I got sex on my mind all the time. Scrolling through the internet, time suck. I've been feeling flat like a pancake. I could use a hug or a handshake. I could use some drugs or a band-aid. Cooped up in a hole, I wanna lose all my control. I wanna just go on a rampage. Give me wisdom, give me teeth. Give me vision, let me see. Give me courage to confess. Every night I text my ex. Give me girls.
That boy, good. Whenever you're ready. Mr. Randy Watson. That was the 1975 doing guys. Before that, another collaboration. Ex-Ambassadors featuring Cave Flay and Grandson. The name of the track was Zen. And we started off your Thursday with the front bottoms and everyone blooms. Everyone does bloom, too. Oh, wait, oh no. Yeah, I'm withering. Hold on. Stump's got the wrong Hold on. paper in front of him. Hold on. Shuffle papers aggressively. Shuffle. Ex-Ambassadors have a couple of late summer fall dates. Festival dates on the docket that are, as of today, still happening with tickets available. Catch them live August 30th at the aptly named Damn Good Music Festival in Centerville, Virginia, September 12th. They'll be at the Sonoma Harvest Festival in Glen Allen, California. To confirm dates and grab your tickets, head on over to exambassadors.com. I don't want to talk about the 1975 We're not again. going to. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> while we were cooling down the studio and taking a break uh, next door, we started talking about the show You, uh, so I figured it was a natural transition to jump into our water cooler talk. What you're watching, yes. So, Coach, let's, uh, let's start with you this week. What's on your TV? Um, this is going to sound strange. Um, I'm still doing the You thing, and I think you're going to offer some more insight into that. Netflix actually sucked me in. With those fucking things, like you turn on Netflix and you're like, I know what I'm gonna watch. Yep, I'm all set. Going to go. with the plan. I got the plan, and then Netflix opens and there's all like you open it and there's a trailer playing. Okay, yeah, like you don't very, even have to hit it's it. Very no. aggressive. And the fucking trailer for the new Jeffrey Epstein oh, show yeah. was playing, and I was like, this looks really fucking weird. And it, yeah, for me, he's one of those guys. Like I heard about, like it was all over the news. Right. Obviously, big thing. But I never really knew details because I didn't care. Right. He's just some scumbag Jewish guy that whatever. Hedge fund guy, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And the problem is that Netflix, you know, was very smart in the clip that they put into the trailer. They were pretty quick to market with that, too. Exactly. They might know what they're doing. They might know what they're doing. So I got sucked into it. I got two episodes in. I will say, um, you know, obviously the content of it is a little disturbing, but there's a lot that's kind of fascinating not really positively fat but kind of negatively fascinating just how when you have money you can get away with right so much. And, and things that went down and how it was handled so i'm not going to overtly recommend that anyone watch this but if you're interested in learning more about it it's going to be extremely popular it's going to be huge it's i think be yes good. what about you stump um well you've been going to bed early to get up to work yeah, so your been, <laughs> tv watching is suffering uh, i've been watching a little meat eater Steven Ranella. It's okay. on Netflix. It's a hunting show. He's great, good. Great show. Short, like 20-minute episodes, though, in and out. Yep. He's funny, too. So little commitment. Little to no commitment. Not, not much commitment. Or like, you just jam through. Does it, now he's a hunter. Does he also cook on the show? I think sometimes. Okay. Yeah, he'll do like a little campfire quick. Nice. He's, yeah. And I think there's something to be said. I forget that. Sh- I think it was called Explained or something uh, that had that weed episode. That was Explained, yeah. But there's something to be said for these shows where the episodes are just like 20 minutes in and out. I like you those. Need those. Bing, bang, boom. You have to have those as filling. Yeah. Boom. And Meat Eater's great. I'll, I'll agree with you there. So boom. as we discussed, uh, I started watching you. Um, Thank you. And as fucked up as you guys said it was, it's 10 times more fucked up. <laughs> I thought I said it was pretty fucked it, up. I couldn't. I didn't 10 even times cover. more fucked up. You, can't, you cannot describe how twisted this show is. Uh, the other things I'm watching with the kids, and they seem really into it. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. It's on the History Channel. Yeah. It's called Eating History. No. No. These Ooh. guys get like... Uh, I like, like both those words. Old, uh, you, I think you, you would really enjoy the show. Yeah. And it's a nice one because it's 20 minutes in and out. Yep. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. These guys get like old food or old drinks or old something. Hard tack. 
Hard tack. Yes. Hard tack. They've done they've Me- done MREs <laughs> from MREs. like from Vietnam. There you go. Um, and they actually they actually eat the food eat and you get kind of, of a live you get the reaction. I like it. watching people eat things. And yeah. the third and final thing that I think is worth mentioning is on Memorial Day, History Channel started doing a three part. I think it's a three part series. Yeah. On Ulysses S. Grant. Oh really? Yeah. Wait, was Sip- he a jerk or no? He was okay. Yeah. He's kind of a he dick. Was a, he was a regular guy who became rose to the highest office in the country. Yeah. So I'm, I'm about halfway through that. I fuck with that. I do that. Uh, it's interesting. It's in the same vein. I don't know if you guys saw the Washington miniseries they did a while yes, back. That was really good. But it's in the, it's in that same vein where they do some like live action acting stuff yeah. and then have historians talking. Yeah. That was really good. Hi, Stump. Get us out of here. <laughs> Why do I have so many intros? I this just, is, I'm going to make a sign is, that I could light this up. This is Pucifer with Apocalyptical.
This is Radio Free Radio. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. Spinningunrest.com.
Dog Lovers United. It is time for Manor Mayhem Spinning Unrest. Thank you guys very, very much. And uh, I have to admit, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to spinning unrest. I listen to all the podcasts. As soon as they pop up, I'm like giddy. <laughs> a new one's here. A new one's here. <laughs> I was listening and uh, I'd like to thank Beef Rev and Stumpy and Chewy and Lefty and Righty and the young ladies that join them. Sometimes a whole spinning unrest family for allowing me to give you a little manner mayhem. I felt bad a couple of weeks ago because I threw some clutch out for Beef. And I thought to myself, Man, I wonder if Rev feels left out. I mean, we used to really hammer Rev back in the days when we were on terrestrial radio. I mean, hammer the poor guy. And deep down inside, I love the guy. And you know, we do have something in common. A couple of episodes ago, he threw a song out on Inside Wayne Manor with Stephen Wayne and Friends, my podcast. Please check that out. He threw out a song from Coheed and Cambria, and it got me thinking that him and I have that in common. We love that band. And then come to find out that his favorite song is on an album that's my favorite album from them as well. But my favorite song is not the same as his. But I will tell you this right now, this Coheed song, if this song doesn't bring tears to your eyes, then you know what? You're a robot, okay? You're not human, especially if you have children. <laughs> come on! And I don't have any children, but this song kind of pulls on the old heartstrings, if you will. <laughs> All right. Manor Mayhem for this week is Coheed and Cambria. This song is from their album, The Color Before the Sun. And the song is for my man Rev. Song is called Atlas. Manor Mayhem, right here, spinning unrest. Come on!
from our buddy S-Dubs, Mainer Mayhem. Yes, you sound happy. Have you guys gotten past your... I never... You guys bro-hugged it? I, ne- I never... <laughs> that was Coheed and Cambria with Atlas Still before that. Out. Cambria. <laughs> we had Ben Queller with Stars, and we kicked you off with Puce for Apocalyptical. Earlier this month, Puce released a video for their new single, Apocalyptical. It was the first material from the band since 2015's Money Shot. When asked about the potential for a new album from Puce for Maynard, James Keenan told LouderSound.com, Once there's no touring, there's no reason to not release the music sooner. So we're pounding away at trying to get things done. It's not done now, but it's very close, and we're planning for a fall release. Wow, a Maynard James Keaton project is almost done and going to come out soon? I've never heard that before. He's released Puce for regularly. Oh, we're thinking fall. never been an issue. We're thinking fall 2025, but thanks, you Maynard. You just, beat me there. You should just read no, the No, no, no. <laughs> See, when I write the purple things, I'm envisioning Stump reading it, and I'm like, this is what he's going to be thinking right now, so I'm going to put it in there. Mm-hmm. But instead of reading... <laughs> So you're thinking like Stump. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to cater to his thoughts. But Pucifer has never been an issue with releasing stuff because they're that's more or less his project. They're also yes. my least favorite of that. Really? Of his projects. Uh, yes. I think at this point in time, I would take Pucifer over most of anything else. Um, no. Because I honestly no. think that's the music Maynard wants to be making. I, that doesn't mean it's... It doesn't mean it's good, me. but it's good enough for me. I mean, I mean, if come on, you get a song like, uh, what was the one that you played last week? Uh, Green Valley. Green Valley, or and Green then you River, get a, or what? Something. It was Green Valley, and then Valley. you get a song like "Country Boner" from the same band. Come on, um, I think <laughs> I think you're right. in as far as uh, Pewsfer is definitely Maynard. It's what he wants to be doing. Project. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, obviously too artsy for me. Yeah, Tool at this point I think is just a thing that he's obligated to do. I'm not sure right. how much he's enjoy. I mean, he's making money and whatever, but I don't think artistically he's fully vested in, it, especially with all the creative people around him in right. tool i mean uh, yeah those guys aren't just sitting there letting maynard do all the work i mean danny these guys are fucking they're super and they're talented musicians. perfectionists yes yes so uh speaking of tool i just wanted to talk really quick uh s-dubs podcast inside wayne manor we're talking about it every week he's doing the little thing for us i just wanted to say that fuck you s-dubs wow i just like to throw those in there i want to see if he listens he does Why? oh I just want to give him some props because I, I don't think a lot of people appreciate this unless you're in the business or have been involved in the business. And by business, I mean radio, terrestrial FM. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you're at an FM terrestrial radio station, or even if you're at like a streaming radio station, you're pretty like kind of restricted to a certain structure. Yeah. You know, timing. Like, remember, we used to have to hit the ID. We were looking I don't for remember now. But that's why I was telling oh, him. Yeah. So oh. we would actually have to look for songs of a certain length to hit a certain time that at the end of the hour. Fun. Because you have to worry about commercials at the bottom and top of the hour. Doesn't right. And then fun. top of the hour, you have to run a station. I, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So going from that to a pretty it's not much. You stop. It's a ton of structure. Yeah. No. Got right. No. I'm not being a. You, no. You've, I, you've I gone on. I disgustingly how much you dislike structure. Dislike right, a lot right. of structure. And it's, it's way too much structure. So it, it, for him, I just wanted to say that I'm really proud of how he's adjusted from that FM structure into a wide open podcast thing. It sounds really good. It does. It's nice and tight. Yeah, he, it's super tight and he's got a structure, but he's you could hear that he's not like trying to wrap up a break too fast. Right. Or trying not speed to speed reading, or try, not trying to do the the stretch, the stretch. The stretch. Thing, right? We got thirty seconds till we go to commercial. <laughs> and uh, last, before we get out of here, you got to find him at Inside Wayne Manor on Instagram, Facebook, or even easier now, just go to Inside Wayne Manor 
com. And every week you'll hear our spot, High Five from, from the, the Hive. Let's go live. Live. All that rhymed. From the Hive. Uh, this week I actually picked this song, and I don't remember where I found this or why I found this, but I'm a big fan of it. Oh, it's fucking solid, dude. This is Cedric and the Boys of Mars Volta doing Televators live. It's strange. It is weird. God. Yeah, believe. 
Tell that beautiful wife of yours that I said happy Mother's Day. Oh, we fade into the morning sun. Shattered glass where we had all our fun. Who we were and what we will become. Can't explain. Hey, hey. And the scratches from the cup and rug. It was our version of summer.
Name of that band was the main squeeze tracks called Karma. Before that, Kids in America feet the Griswolds. We love the Griswolds. Love the Griswolds. Summer of Love. We opened it up with Rev's live pick of the week. I mean, just to even get yourself and get your head around that song, I feel like you have to be super advanced 
musically or really high or really high one or the other and then yeah. you'll be there that was uh off their album deloused in the comatorium that was the mars volta with televators stump there's no purple oh. <laughs> you're off the hook Ed. <laughs> he bitches about it when he i know it. i know <laughs> i don't know what happened to the purple there i think i just had nothing uh, Ooh, the, we're playing the, Yeezys we're now. The, the, it's gonna wait. suck when Chewie comes back and there's no physical contact between me and Stump. Yeah, it the, is. Is is Chewie gonna be upset that he can't play the guitar anymore? The kids in America are doing something. Uh, Google it. Oh, I don't want. Let's to. just listen care. to Stump Google information. <laughs> no, <laughs> Coach, this is all you, buddy. So this on, is, on Monday show, you we seem to have something going on here. We do. On Monday show, we did the old. Uh, excuse me. It's not the old. It's actually ye old newy friend or foe contest. Mm-hmm. Rev one, you're up two stars to nothing in the race to ten, mm-hmm. and the payoff of twenty dollars. So to get us there faster, I said, okay, I'll throw in another little contest this week. Okay. And this one's going to be fun, I think. Okay. But we'll see. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. And I feel like this is an even playing field based on the subject matter. Fully uh, even playing maybe field. Maybe Stump has a leg up. Who knows? Yeah, and um, it, it was huge advantage in my favor. <laughs> it was the being the, the massive fan of erotic novels that you yeah, are. It, yes. Well, this is all tying it together because beginning of last week, we talked about the Amazon thing with Doug right. and her weird erotic novels. And I thought to myself, well, what, like, what else has weird names like that? And something made me remember reading about these weirdly named Japanese metal bands. The fact that Japanese metal is a thing is... It's a very huge mind-boggling. thing. Mind-boggling. It's a big thing. It's people, a big thing. No. Yeah. And uh, so I thought to myself, all right, let me get a list of Japanese metal bands. Let me get a list of erotic novels. And we're just going to play a little game. Like you said, even playing field. I'll give you results live. No stress. Play it as you call. All you have to do here okay. is tell me which one... Is the Japanese metal band? Stop. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. And away, we go. Earthshaker, When Blood Calls, Captive Prince. One of those is a Japanese metal band. The other two are erotic novels. Let me know if you want me to so read them again. Earthshaker, Captive Prince were the two I got. What was the middle one? When Blood Calls. I'm gonna say When Blood Calls is the Japanese metal band. I was actually gonna say the exact same thing. Are you gonna say that? Yes. Okay. I am. I'm going to lock it in. No point for either of you. Fuck. Earthshaker was, that was a Japanese metal going with my gut. <laughs> Next one. Strip you bear. Stupid. <laughs> against the cage or 44 Magnum. One of these is a Japanese metal band. Uh, against the cage. Strip you bear. Both wrong again. God, 44. Damn it. This game is bullshit. Stupid. <laughs> Last one. One of you has to get a point here. Okay. Spot the Japanese metal band. Dark Obsession, Love Bites, or Master of the Mountain? What the fuck what the is she fuck? doing? Doug, what are you doing? I'm going to say uh, Master of the Mountain. Wait, read him again. Because Sorry. that's so clearly an erotic novel and read, I don't care. Read him again. Dark Obsession, Love Bites, Master of the Mountain. I, I, I retract. I say Love Bites. Okay. Dark Obsession. Final answer? Yes. Love Bites. Yes! <laughs> Three nil. Oh my god, Stump, you gotta do stuff. Stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid! <laughs> Intro the fuck out of this one, kid. Yeah, have fun with this, Stump. Where are we? Hold on. <laughs> I cannot believe we're playing this. Oh my god, okay. This, it, wait, no. Oh no, I'm okay. Wait, no, am I? No, no. I'm not. Oh yeah, no, this is Faith. Under the covers. What the fuck? Guess the band. Limp Biscuit covering Faith. Originally done by. Ah. Uh... 
come on. He's dead. He's English. Got caught masturbating in public. It's called cottaging. AIDS. Did he have animals? Yeah. Winston Churchill? George Michael. George Michael. Close uh, nice try, though. Okay. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like me. But I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, cause I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Showing you that door, Rock gotta have faith! Gotta have faith! Gotta have faith! Gotta have faith! Baby! I know you're asking me to stay. Say, beep, 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 don't go away. Cause you're giving me the blues. Baby! You remind me of the words you say. Can't help but think of yesterday. And another who died. Showing you that door, rock got it out your weekly cover track spinningunrest.com
was the latest from Goody Grace. Uh, I, he's the guy that's married to Kate Beckinsale, I think. Is he? Yeah. He's like 22, and I think he's popping Isn't that. Isn't she in her 40s? Yeah. Okay. It's really strange. That was called uh, If I Want To. Before that, the latest from our boys Betcha out of Nashville. I think I love those guys. Yeah. I think I love that band. Yeah. It's called July. Before that, open the block up with Faith No, or, uh, Faith no More. Limp Biscuit covering George Michael's Faith Stump. Besides, don't don't my lean your mic. head on the hundred dollar mic. Sorry, but my head gets so tired and heavy. <laughs> Besides done. being a super talented musician, Sigur Goody Grace also is very lucky to be able to have sex with Katie Beckinsale. If I said that right, yeah, it was close enough. Cool. Of their relationship in quarantine, the forty-six-year-old actress recently said of the twenty-two-year-old Grace. I enjoy his company. I find him very mature, smart, and creative. He entertains me with music. We cook. We watch movies. Perfect. Wow, I just fucking... I can't even finish reading that. We also think it has something to do with a supersized wrench. Good Canadian you, wrench. Good for you. I don't think that matters. <laughs> what? I don't is think that, the Canadian... That's his wrench on furlough. I don't think the Canadian part of that is important. Anything's an upgrade over Pete Davidson, though. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. So, you guys ready to do this? Yeah, we're not going to talk about my oh. Fred Durst. I'm getting away with not having to talk about well, that. Well, here's the thing. No, we are Or we can talk about it while we eat. We are going to talk about that because... So you had a strange obsession with Fred Durst. I did, in the late 90s. And explain what was the draw. And while we do this, just so everybody knows, we're also going to simultaneously be doing the latest installment of Burn Unit. Last week was the two times ramen. Ended up in 8.1. The Burn Unit is our own personal heat scale. And I was pleasantly surprised with the digestive properties. It didn't cause fine any... Fine for me, too. You we're didn't not doing cause any stupid. discomfort. Yeah, it was fine, but we're not doing... The what? next one after this. What do you mean? I know what you're thinking. The alternative that we both said no to instead of Hot Cheetos. So while we're talking about... Because we don't need to like break down... What we're doing today is Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, Everybody knows it. Everybody gets it. It's not going to be groundbreaking. But while we're doing it, we'll talk about your love for Fred Durst. So tell us like, what attracted you to it. Uh, you know what? To be honest with you, uh, I was in high school when their debut album came out. $3 Bill, y'all. Yeah. Um, Y'all. And I heard the song Counterfeit. And I fucking, I don't, at the time, take it back. At the time, no. I loved it. I, you know, it just resonated with me. It was yep. Just, and I think there are times when the mood hits me right, I can still listen to probably that song, not necessarily the entire album. So. And like m- many things with me, I got into them before they were popular. Before that song that we played made them a house. Faith name. is what broke them. Yes. And broke that album. Yes. Um. So did you full on, like, go into Fred Durst mode? Not full on, because I refuse to ever wear a Yankees hat. Oh yeah, that's rough. I would never do that. Uh-huh. How is he so good at not eating into the mic, but you're so terrible at it? Go on. <laughs> you're just so good at it. And no. you are... I mean, and it, I think it culminated. I, I uh, This used to be a thing. I don't think kids really do this anymore, but yeah. I waited in line for tickets. Who were they playing with? Um, It was a Family Values tour. And it was a really weird lineup. It okay. was uh, Limp Bizkit headlining... Uh, before them was Filter. Before oh, Filter. Filter, the guy from uh, uh, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Filter, it was uh, Run DMC. Jesus Christ. Really? Right before Jam Master J got killed, too. So I got to see Jam Master J. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember the, the in, I don't know how you would classify him, but like techno-ish act, uh, The Crystal Method? I love Crystal Method, dude. And there was a little-known band. That started off the whole show. Mm-hmm. Band from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, named Stained. No way. Yep. Oh yeah, because they had a love affair going. Yeah, they Fred Durst broke them. 
Yep. And uh, Aaron, uh, but, what uh, was his name? Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis, yes. And uh, Fred Durst at one point in the show. Ah, hold on, I got one. I smelled some foot. Uh, Ooh. Came up like we had floor seats yeah, after yeah. we had waited in the line for tickets. He would we come got, up and do. Th- he he popped up like literally on the floor right behind us on a little riser behind. And us. Fred Durst is the guy that kind of discovered Stain and Saint. Yes. And the thing that broke Stained, I think, was that song "Outside," which was on the Family Values yes. album comp, the compilation right. album from the tour that I saw. And it was him and Fred Durst mm-hmm. doing the acoustic version of this song. So. Let's wrap it up with... It broke Stain, but it also ruined Stain. It ruined him, too. And so let's wrap it up with, how long did it take you to realize how shitty Limp Biscuit was? The album that came after that. You were uh, like, these guys fucking really hot suck. Hot dog flavored water, and chocolate starfish and a hot dog flavored water. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> I'm good. I think I'm over this. All right, so give us a yeah. uh, rating. This is Flaming Hot Cheetos. Everybody talks about them. I've actually heard people say, literally, I can't eat them. They're way too hot. This is not doing anything to me. I'm going to give this a point one. What, not even a one? Nope. Zero burn. Nothing. Stop. Nothing. They're not. They're not that hot. Just a, a zero? I mean, Point I taste five. a little. Point five. I, I'm gonna be. Um, I'm gonna be as generous as you, only because I have a. I, well, not, I eat more than you did. Nah, I don't but need I, to eat them. All right. So now, just because we all know what flaming hot cheetos. Just because you're not. being a dick about it, you know what we're doing next week. No. The thing. No. We're doing. I'm not the gonna thing. eat them. No. You're gonna clue me in on the thing. <laughs> no. When you eat a straight ghost Carolina Reaper pepper, then I'll do your thing. You do my thing first. My thing is going to be a straight. After what I saw thing. him do on Sunday night, I'm not questioning shit. Yeah, he saw me He saw me do some stuff. You've never uh, eaten some a things. straight. I did some things. You've never eaten a straight Reaper pepper, though. I will. You guys I'll need to it. watch. Do you, it. You need to really check out, and I'll, I'll find the episode number for you. There's one segment on, uh, and I talked about it last week. Yeah. The Magic for Humans. Yeah. There's one segment that you guys have to watch. Really? Yep. All right. Who's getting uh, us out of here? This is new new stuff from AWOL Nation featuring Alex Ebert. This is May Day. Fiesta Fever. <laughs> wow. Hilarious. The fucking death stare. Give me more of those. Are you listening?
to say that I only feel comfortable sharing this with you. talking about a penis after this i mean if you want to talk about a penis i'll talk about penises if you want we can get we can get there all right what
never been a sucker for commitment Since high school, high standards, high living Turns out I never knew what I was missing Cause goddamn when I'm with you it feels different We go together like treble and bass Like colors in spring Cool kids and cocaine You're the only vaccine To cure the mundane I guess what I'm saying Is that you're a weirdo But I wouldn't have it any other way You're no superhero Still you're the one who's always saving me Only one in seven billion makes me feel it Can't you see that only a weirdo, a weirdo Could love someone like me doing weirdo before that you heard a uh, impromptu throwback because we realized we had already played the song that was in this spot that was i don't know how that happened the crystal method featuring filter two bands that we mentioned in the last break doing trip like i do off the spawn soundtrack and we kicked it off with the latest from awol nation mayday fiesta beaver i like that song so do i all over the place. Car Seat Headrest latest release Making yep, a Door yes. Less Open is out now on Matador Records and for us the release was super cohesive and super easy on the years. The album contains 11 tracks with a total runtime of 47 minutes and we wish the 1975 would take a lesson from these guys. <laughs> if you'd like to get more information on the band, grab yourselves a pretty dope limited edition pink vinyl LP. Bump that last line of Adderall and head on over to carseatheadrest.com. Okay, so full disclosure the band that we bumped was uh, Car Seat Car Headrest. Headrest but we still, played. we played that track and people should know and I feel like Stump is tapped out. Yes, and I think, yes. I think we'll save this topic that I have in here for next week. Let's but, get yeah, right because, in. Yeah, because yeah, we were doing that today, so it's good to talk about yeah. it. We'll get it next week. Let's get into the uh, Hot or Not Stump. Why don't you go first? I always go first. I will go with Bug Spray. I see a new one on there. 
Bug spray is bug new. Spray, yeah, yeah. I'll and, go bug and spray. I will say that for me, I am anti bug spray. I don't like bug spray, and I feel like, you know, you get that greasy kind of grossness about it. But it works. You know, Stump yeah. and I had saved our. Remember that one time that lady asked yeah. us to borrow our bug yeah. spray. So yeah, I'm anti it. I'll use it if I have to. But I will say that that uh, natural like skin, you know, fam- it yeah, doesn't the citronella work. type shit. It doesn't fucking yeah. work. Just so so. I'm going to say not hot, but I'll still use it just out of sheer necessity. Having little kids who love to bitch every time they get a bug bite, I am very hot on <laughs> bug spray. Um, I can see that. Just for the basic Dad, fact. Dad, you know, I got a buggy bite. I know, dude, that. for some reason, whenever I go any place, like when we went fishing, if I hadn't been wearing pants, I would have ended up with bug bites all over my legs. Yeah, same. That's all. They just attack my legs, and I fucking hate it. And it's 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 even I'm if, getting itchy just thinking. Yeah, about even it. if the bug spray is gross, it's still better than getting eaten alive yes. by bugs. Which I also know Stump would be eaten alive by bugs. Yeah, I get eaten alive a lot, but I also hate bug spray. I don't know. Can I fall on the sword for a hot or not? No, no I'm gonna. No nope. <laughs> sword, sword can't pick. You already did I'm it. Too once so. <laughs> no, I'm. You I'm did not. It once in the hot or not? You did it last I'll week. say that I'm. I'll say that I'm hot, if only because I got really eaten alive a couple nights ago, and I'm okay. very upset. Fair about enough. It. Uh, you did. You did get munched. I saw that. That's. Um, a, that, that's. I'll go with that. All right. So for me, I'm gonna say, and this this one, uh, another one that I dropped in a while ago, just because I had them, and someone at work said, "Ew, why would you eat that?" Okay. Pringles potato chips, like plain. Just standard Pringles. I'm not hot on Not hot on them? No, I just something about the plain, the taste. Like the barbecued ones or any of the flavored ones. So if it's flavored, they're okay. Yes, I'm okay with them. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't be my go-to choice, but if they're there and they're flavored, I'll eat them. Yeah, this guy's claim was that they weren't real potatoes and they were molded, but I don't have a problem with that. I don't care. Who cares? I like Pringles. I'm hot. Yeah. Are we at me? Is yeah. my It is yes, yours. I'm yes. hot. I'm hot. Totally I'm hot. I'm also Pringles. hot on Pringles. They come in a can. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, canned Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. Plus, you can throw the full can at somebody. Yeah, you can. Damage. You can. I would fucking ninja star. I'm one of those guys that I'll buy the small (gasps) can of Pringles just because I know I'm gonna the lunchbox sign one. I'm gonna ninja star. Just throw like a fucking ninja star. The the whole can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why don't you just throw the axe at him like you threw the axe in the tree? (laughs) He fucking took a whole axe, like an axe to chop wood. He sent me the video. Yeah. No, I was here when he did it. Oh. Anyway, it's pretty fun. Um, yes, Pringles hot for me too, Coach. So here's a good one: makeup on chicks. Mm. Stump. Mm. I'm kind of not hot, only because when my girlfriend wears, wears lipstick every time she wants to kiss me, I get lippy stick. lipstick yeah. on my okay. face, which is no bueno. I don't like having to clean that off, and I don't want lipstick on my face, so I'm not hot. <laughs> so okay. not hot. Um, I'm gonna say simple that- reasons. This is a tough one because I do appreciate it when the girl makes herself up. Um, I think for the most part that whenever they do those pictures where they're like, no makeup, yeah. it's just me. No filter. No filter. Yeah. No makeup. It's fucking annoying. I, I tend to think side by side they look more attractive without it. I'm going to say not, but caveat, if it's just a little bit here and there just to brighten it up, it's fine. But don't do the whole, right. like the makeup line on the chin. That's tough to look at. Yeah, man. I can't uh, do that. I'm lukewarm on it. Uh, like I've said many times, there's a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like typically, yeah. my wife, the only time she really puts on makeup is if we're going out to like right. a wedding or like a special That's event. Fine. That's fine. And and she doesn't put makeup on every day. And I am 100 percent okay with totally it. Totally okay with it. And, yes. and she's not watching, and she'll never hear this. Right. I think she's beautiful without it. She doesn't <gasps> need it. 
Aww. She's not even listening. See no, what no. he did there? Wow. That was a selfless compliment. It is. I love her. All right, Stump. Can we go now? This yeah. is... This was awesome. Marilyn Manson, <laughs> Cobra White. Fuck. Quick. You actually picked this one, too. I did. Met, like, manually. I was actually here for this one. <laughs>